here's the thing. We got a whole, we got two whole kids. We got we got two we whole a, kids. A whole baby. Less than a week ago, or about a week ago. About a week ago, <laughs> almost two weeks on Wednesday night. Two kids, two ain't, years apart. Ain't no hoe. Ain't no joke. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, obviously, we've been preparing. What? You're supposed to say your part. I thought I said it. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the perfect intro. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Damn. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? We're your hosts, Malcolm and Brittany Garrison, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Two whole kids. First of all, how do you feel? Um, well, I'm definitely glad to not be pregnant anymore. <laughs> Listen, I was definitely over it. I I just was at this point ready to see him. I know because we had, we we didn't get a chance to really like see his whole face like we did with Caden. Right, uh, a third ultrasound where we really saw like he looked just like his ultrasound, but we didn't get that with Kendrick. Why don't they give people like? To, the 3D model. From my knowledge, it's based off of, like, the health of the pregnancy. Like, if you're having a, t- a typical healthy pregnancy only requires two ultrasounds, which I didn't know until I thought, you know, I thought before I had Caden, I thought that literally you just had an ultrasound every time you went to the doctor. Right. But you don't. You have two. They One that confirms your pregnancy and then your 20-week anatomy scan. And if you're, like, healthy and nothing is wrong with the baby... They never let you see it again. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Literally. Unless, like, only time I've seen people who have had multiples, like I said, either they they have some sort of complication or something that they want to monitor, mm-hmm. or geriatric. Those are the only people I know that have had consistent ultrasounds throughout a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And part of me be like, I'm grateful to have had a healthy pregnancy. But I'd be jealous a little bit <laughs> of wanting to see my child again, not for the reasons why they have to, but oh. just the desire to being able to see consistently and watch them grow from the inside out. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but obviously we've been talking for what, two seasons, <laughs> two whole seasons about us about to have our second child. And he's here now. Kendrick Michael Garrison. Jesus, not his whole name on the go- whole government. It's a strong name. It is a great name. Strong name. Two boys. Um, how do you feel? Um, I feel I feel finished. Like Oh, it's finite. This is this was it, but um it's your nah, going away party. I'm 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 happy. Like I've always hoped for boys. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy that, you know, God saw fit to bless me and you <laughs> with two boys, you know what I'm saying? Because that's all we really want. No, that's true. I've always felt like a boy mom. I've always wanted to do the AAU thing and the, the sports. <laughs> because I like, I mean, I like going to your games. I like to yeah. support, you know, my friends and my cousins that have all been in sports and stuff like that. I love that. So I definitely wanted to do that for my own kids or whatever. Um, and we just hope that they like that. <laughs> I think. He just tried to go outside literally before we, he wanted to go outside. When, just now? Just now, before we came up here. Oh, I didn't know that. He was like, 
opened the door and I landed outside. I was like, it is freezing out here. First of all, right. no outside sports because it was freezing out there. <laughs> no, I think Kaden naturally loves basketball because yesterday I just pulled out the trunk, the, the basketball out the trunk. His eyes lit up as soon as he saw the ball. Did and he wanted to dribble it? To, oh. Yeah, he started passing it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, he has a natural, <laughs> natural love and feel for it. And that makes you very happy. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I definitely wanted to talk about this birth story. Mm-hmm. Um, because what the F? <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. What was different about this one? What? For you. No, like just the whole pregnancy or in general. Yeah, we can start with the pregnancy. Um, I don't think the pregnancy was really that much different except for being older and having a toddler. Like I've always said, like having another child to care for, it, it's not the same as when you get pregnant the first time where it's like, oh, if I'm tired, I can go to sleep. If I'm, yeah. you know, if I'm not feeling good, I can go to sleep. Like there's nothing else that obviously because I have a very supportive partner um, and you would let me do that. You know, yeah. you were very attentive to my needs and my during pregnancy both times. But when you have a little person that is still relying on you, like people will always ask me, like, how are you still going? How are you still doing all your normal things? Like, yeah. how are you still at church doing praise and worship? Mm-hmm. How are you still how are you speaking at 37 weeks pregnant at an event? Yeah. You know, and people are like, why are you here? And I'm like, and how are you here? And I'm like, I feel fine. I literally feel fine. I feel heavy as hell. That's about it, though. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I could feel him transitioning down and, like, getting bigger and growing and stuff like that. But other than that, I feel fine. Why? Because I have a toddler at home. I have a toddler at home that does not let me sit down, that does not let me not do things with him. Does not. So, at this point, I'm very active, yeah. um, obviously. Kind of got used to it. Yeah, obviously also making sure that, you know, working out and not working out, but making sure we were walking and Mm -hmm. being consistent with that regimen of activity. So I was never, you know, just sitting and lying dormant to the point where, like, I can't do anything. That you can't do nothing. So up until... I would say literally up until I was on the on the ball the day we had him just chilling, talking to you, regular life. Nothing was different. Um, so, uh, I would say in comparison to the two, like just being older and then not being able to be on your own time. And, but I think it was also to a benefit that, Mm -hmm. you know, I did have a toddler and I was able to remain active. You know what I mean? Um, how was the pregnancy for you? Was it, was it different than the first time? So, yes, it was different. So this time around, I wasn't nervous. Mm -hmm. The first time I was extremely nervous and I didn't know what to expect. Mm Mm-hmm. So this time around, like, even the pregnancy in itself was kind of similar yeah, to Yeah, it Kayden's. was literally the same. So I kind of knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. And, then we'll, you know, we'll get into the the uh, importance of a doula. But, oh, you know what I'm Christ. saying, having that the first time and the second time, mm-hmm. I just felt like, okay, when we go into the the, the room to have, to have Kendrick, just be around and be aware of, you know, whatever – um, that's that's important, but you know, for the most part, I'm just there. Like it's crazy because for 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 dads, for men, it's the most helpless time in your life is when your your wife, your significant other, is having a baby and you can't do nothing about it. She's in pain, she's screaming, oh she's yelling, Christ. and you can't do anything to relieve it. So you literally feel completely helpless mm-hmm. in that sense. And I'm like, yo, like 
I can't do anything to help right now. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know she's having this baby, but I don't know any medical terms that they throwing out there. Yeah. So I, I feel like like people that are doing that, you know, having children and they don't have somebody like advocate for them mm-hmm. in that space like a doula. I just feel like it's really, really risky because you don't know anything. Yeah, no, I think I feel like the first time we even heard about a doula, we were listening to uh, the Dead Ass podcast where um, Deval and Kadeem were talking about like their birth story, the first when they had their first and second son or whatever. Hmm. Um, this is like in the, the beginning of their podcast, I and I think from hearing about the the negligence, obviously we hear about it all the time where they talk about, especially black mothers, um, you know, that the care is just not the same. And honestly, even though one of my nurses was black, I felt the same way, like. Deli- in delivery for sure really? this time around yeah absolutely I- i'll talk about that when we get to the actual story but um when hearing about the difference you know people's birth stories and the type of things that happen and you not being a um medical professional at all we don't really know the terms obviously there's ways that you can study to educate yourself but it's only about so much you can really do without knowing mm-hmm. um and so in hearing their story, um, that was probably that was before we even had kids. That was probably like twenty nineteen. Um, shortly after we got married, it's like it makes you not want to because you don't know are you gonna be cared for? And we have friends that have had very traumatic birth experiences, um, due to the negligence of doctors. Yeah. And so I I feel like there's always this there's always that part of you in the back of your head that's like, Am I gonna make it home? You know what I mean? Am I going yeah, to I was gonna ask you that, like what is what is the Take me to the mind of a woman that's about to give birth or, you know, just before when you hear you, you're pregnant and mm-hmm. going through your pregnancy. Like what what is that mental space at the beginning like? at the beginning? Because there's I mean, at the beginning, the biggest thing is can I make it through the first trimester? Like, can I get to the point where I know at least the baby has stuck, for lack of better words? Mm-hmm. Um, and typically that's why nobody, you know, that's typically why you don't talk about it too much or you don't tell too many people in the first trimester because you want to get around to that 12 week mark so that you know that obviously we're in the clear zone for, you know, not miscarrying and stuff like that. And obviously there are individuals that have miscarried later on in pregnancy, but even so I, I, I feel like I had a lot more anxiety this pregnancy. I don't know why, because it's like I've been there, done that, but it's like I am older. I am So you've been thinking about that like Yeah, like, um, is the baby okay? Because there is that period where between uh twelve weeks what I what I read is that morning sickness I read this my first pregnancy, but morning sickness is a sign that your baby is doing okay. Mm -hmm. And so I would always take on as much as I hated it and I wasn't really thrown up or nothing like that. It was just nausea and it's like it's like like a bad hangover. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I know I'm sick and if I could just alleviate this sickness, it would be great. Um, But that's how I felt the whole time. And so it's like at the same time being sick, but feeling like I know the baby's okay because I feel this way. Right. But then there's this period of time where you don't necessarily feel the baby moving, but you're no longer morning sick. And when you hit your second trimester, so now you have, and you're only going to appointments once a month, you know what I'm saying? So to ease my troubled mind, (laughs) I bought a Doppler because I need to be able to at least do it myself. I can, if I'm, I can't see a doctor, I only see a doctor once a month. The least I can do is go buy me a Doppler, so at least I can try to find a heartbeat myself. Yeah, hit a, yeah, hit a you heartbeat. You know what I mean? And I could put my anxiety and and my my worries down because I can just hear. You know what I mean? Um, 
but yeah, I don't know why I was so anxious this time. It's just like, you know, is the baby okay? Is the baby healthy? Is everything, you know, is everything going on right in there? When you start taking tests and they're telling you, you know, that there's possibilities for, um, diseases, sicknesses, um, there's any, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? You don't know how the baby is being formed. You don't know what can happen during that gestation period. And so I think the closer you also get to the end, now it's like, it's only one way out of here for one or two. Yeah. And preferably the one that you want, which is, you know, obviously a, a normal vaginal delivery. And so now you got the, oh, shoot, it's only one way out of this. It's only one way out. How big is they, this baby? Like, I don't yeah. know anything, you know. Um, and then it's like thinking about what is the what's that moment going to be like? Am I going to make it like there's a lot of stuff that starts going through. your head. I literally had to, like, get a meditation that would help me calm down the 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 worries of my mind. I was about to say, um, what are some things that women should probably, like, pre- be precautionary with to avoid, you know, like, anything that could possibly happen during delivery? Like, how do you alleviate some of those, those I mean, things some of the stuff, I mean, some of the things, like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, wow. some of the stuff isn't, like, your fault. Like, if they're, when I got to the hospital, um, they offered me, like, fentanyl. <laughs> they offered me Pitocin and I'm just geez. like I don't I don't one I'm not taking nothing without my doula here because I want her to tell me if it's necessary for me to have mm-hmm. um you know epidurals you know you hear that they can paralyze you like why would you be telling people that if you know it's something that people are going to also want to get you like know if what you mean? move you yeah can like oh my that God. is crazy to me like that's why and, and um my mom told me like when she had her like they do it during a contraction like so yeah. knowing what contractions feel like like absolutely not what I was done for with every contraction so I don't even know how I would have made it how do you not move it. you yeah, know what I'm saying exactly and then, oh gosh, so that's um, crazy I think also no for for the life of me and this is probably like old age like the older you get like it's stuff that you should know and the many times that you take like your blood pressure and stuff like that and not even knowing like. I don't know what a good, like, you know, getting your blood pressure taken and like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad or whatever. Right. All right, cool, whatever. And not being um, mindful of what the numbers are. So at least they should know, like, what's a healthy yeah, in general, heart rate. Yeah. In yeah. general, what's what's a normal blood pressure? Yeah. Um, obviously, during labor, it is a little bit elevated regardless, just because you're going through low-key a traumatic experience. Yeah. Um, so it's a little elevated, but knowing like that bottom number and what is rules, what it what is what is calls for concern um for yourself or even if you if especially if you have a partner like a, a dad like you knowing that and all that kind of stuff like that so uh for preeclampsia obviously because i've had friends that dealt with that um and you know ended up having seizures and blacked out for two three days like all of those different things due to negligence of doctors and nobody paying attention to certain things mm-hmm. um and then there's some postpartum things to pay attention to um because there is something called postpartum preeclampsia um blood clots in your legs that could you know really lead to heart attacks uh, it's a whole bunch of stuff that can happen um but you have to be educated or have somebody educated around you to be able to monitor that or be able to ask questions to or be able to you know lean on in that sense of what ifs so let's th- yeah so let's talk about the doula then because we had a doula for for Caden's birth all because of that podcast though and it's all because of that podcast what we heard on that podcast we was like yo that makes sense and yes. i'm like babe i need it 
you know what I'm saying? Yes, I need, it's I need the comfort. it for you. You it, know what I'm saying? It's the like, comfort of knowing that. And our doula, she was a mid she's she's also a certified midwife and she um is from uh, Europe and you know their medical yeah. practices are significantly better than ours and so for me um, I needed her I needed a doula period just from hearing that podcast episode like we talked about mm-hmm. but once I actually started searching and looking at people obviously I wanted them to be black um, mm-hmm. just because black woman yeah, black women maternal health care I need somebody who's an advocate for me as a person who understands the dilemma that black women have when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, maternity and um somebody who was knowledgeable but her being from europe and their medical practices also being significantly better than ours and her not only being a doula but being a midwife because you know there are people that can you could pop up me a doula i could be a doula if i want to Mm -hmm. a doula is essentially just a birthing support partner Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but there's some people that are actually certified and yeah she got medical yeah yeah. you have medical degrees behind this you know what i mean versus just you know so to me that made me a lot more comfortable in knowing that you know your stuff and you're not just doing this because it's a cool and it ain't cheap so i mean it's it's not cheap but But it's it's also not as expensive as people think i mean it's contingent upon you know what I'm Your budget. So when I first when I first heard of a doula, I'm thinking that's probably cost like five, ten thousand dollars. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So when she when she told us the number, I'm like, okay, that's less than rent. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like it's less than rent for a lot of people. So I'm thinking, okay, well, this is definitely do it's definitely worth it. Oh yes, for you sure. know what I'm saying. At that point, because I don't care you gotta, if we didn't have the money. The expense yeah, was going to the, be the expense is going to have to be made somehow. You know what I'm saying? And maybe your family can come together and, and put up for you. You know what I'm saying? It's it's many ways you can do it. I would it. definitely recommend putting it on your registry. Yeah, put it on your fund. You know, all that can help, but I think it's beneficial. I think we can uh, we can eliminate a lot of those uh, mental battles that that women go through. Just by having that support and somebody with that experience. And somebody who's willing to, uh, you got to make sure you're also, it's the right person for you. Mm-hmm. Somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm not having to, uh, somebody that, um, you know, is consistently going to respond to your messages, answer your phone calls right. um, and, right. and let you bother them low key. She got to like, be available. Yeah. Let you bother them. Cause I mean, like I said, this was uh, my first pregnancy. She was like, you are my quietest client. That's crazy. <laughs> like she would text me every week and like, are you okay? Is everything good? How was your appointment? And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> literally, like she was every time, like I'm cool because I literally was, I was fine. Like my mental space with my first pregnancy was significantly different than it was with this one. Mm. And I don't know why. <laughs> I, was, I wonder why. That's I really crazy. do wonder why. Like you already I, knew what, what to, I think it's because you already knew what to expect and you're like, dang. All right. So I gotta, I gotta go through the same like pain again. You probably start feeling that. Oh, yeah, all over sure. again and stuff like that but and just like obviously wanting everything to go well like yeah, wanting him to be to healthy well. wanting you know the the whole labor delivery to go you know smoothly and yeah um to like i said make it home to my family you know what i mean like the biggest thing is like i want to get home to my son my other son mm. you know so i need everything to be perfect and as perfect as it can be you know what i mean um but yeah, Doula, shout out to Charmaine. She is the GOAT. <laughs> I have, and she is the GOAT, okay? Um, because even, like I said, even with our labor and delivery experience, like, it was cool, but, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She was having to get on these nurses, like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah, there, there were times when she had to be on the nurse's ass. And, ha- and I'm like, <laughs> and I don't even care, though, like, because I felt impaired during, like, that yeah. delivery. Like, so let's talk about 
Because I was off the hinges with Kate. And I was like, yo. My wife, she she puts ahead this, that, and the third. I'm thinking everything puts to go to plan. Nothing goes to plan. Ever. Ever. So let's let's break down the first time. The first time, my water breaks at 6 a.m., you know, everything was regular. Like, you know, I'm just in this zen. I wanted to be, I wanted the vibe to feel like I was at a spa. Mm-hmm. So Michael ruined the vibe because he was watching Sports Center the whole yeah. time. He was like, well, if I got to be in here with you the whole day, like. My golly. He was downstairs cleaning up, washing dishes, making noise, just a lot was going on. Yeah. But I was sick. I was throwing up. Like, all kinds of stuff was happening. But I labored at home until I just couldn't take it no more. Mm-hmm. And um Malk hadn't packed his bag like dude was just tripping because he just thought he had time and it was 38 weeks um our Caden was supposed to be born on June 23rd and it was June 11th at 6 a.m my water broke and I just was quitting at this point we were supposed to have a water birth everything that was the plan a water birth at the uh hospital Uh and um we were gonna labor at home get to the hospital do the water birth boom here's the baby Mm-hmm. No, I'm quitting because give me the drugs. I can't take this pain anymore. It's too much. I'm not gonna make it because you know they say like if it's your first baby, um, you're probably gonna be in labor for like 28 hours, 24, yeah, 36 hours. So I'm like, that's that black magic. Is this about to be all day. Take oh take no. yeah, take me take me to the hospital. Yeah. Thank God I said that because. <laughs> Um, yeah, by the time I got to the hospital, I was already 10 centimeters dilated and we were there for 20 minutes and he was here. Right. So. No drugs, no nothing. No drugs, we no had time nothing. For any of them. And, so, and I'm in there like, yo, where's my wife drug? She here, she in pain. Where's the pain relief? All that? I'm like tripping on these nurses. I'm tripping on these nurses. So they, they thought I was like really out of it. I'm like, no, I just, I just want to make sure she's good because the doula wasn't there yet. Right. She absolutely wasn't there. She was in the grocery store because obviously none of like we're like she's like, go to the hospital. You're probably only four to five centimeters dilated, blah, blah, blah. We got time. No, we do not have any time. <laughs> and so she obviously made it like literally she made it in the room right before like I started pushing. Yeah. And because she and you said that she told she called you and was like, Do you want your money back? <laughs> like Right. Um, I don't Michael's like Now look here. I thought about it for a second. I said, No, no, no. Come on, I need you here because I don't know what the hell is going on. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, and it was great. Like she was a wonderful support partner, um, birthing partner or whatever. But this time, oh, and so my labor was also nine hours. Yeah. So the other thing was like everybody talking about because my first labor was so fast, mm-hmm. how much faster this baby was going to come. Yeah, that's and what I think saying. that was also like a okay. Well, what? how fast is this gonna happen exactly. how fast is this gonna happen you thinking my water gonna break at every place we go to yeah look it could have actually it really could have if you're thinking about it you know what i'm saying no it couldn't have my water never broke i was always thinking in church like yo how water might break in this church right now and he might be in the middle of you know a real good point hooping and hollering or whatever <laughs> and something popping oh lord i'm just like oh, he God. kept saying that too and i'm like why would you jinx us like that to where my water breaks in church. And we like in the fir- first two rows of church. On the back end. On the back end. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh my God. So we was going to have to go through the whole congregation. We were not. We was. It was crazy. We were I'm not. Like, what if this happens? <laughs> so he was paranoid, basically. <laughs> um, them last two weeks, like I didn't drive from 36 weeks. I don't think I've driven since like 35 weeks, actually. Yeah, no. Like he drove me everywhere. I couldn't go nowhere by myself, barely. No, maybe I did, except for my birthday weekend. Yeah. That was yeah, where I stopped away. driving after that. I was scared. I was scared, though. When you went to, you know, hang out for your birthday, I'm like, all right now. 
Because it could be today and not in the middle of you driving. So it's one of those things. You know, as as a husband or a support partner, whatever, you have to you have to be the biggest support and, and you really got to be in service to your significant other, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like to, no, to help alleviate whatever pressure that they might be dealing with mentally, whatever it is, you want to be a full service. And I think if I can give any advice to any men out there, it'd be like, bro, be completely in service to her. No, definitely that. And I would say, I, I I have told everybody, anybody I talk to, like my husband is by far top tier in regards to serving me in this season. But we had that conversation, like, what do you need? Like, I just, I need you to pay attention to me. I need you for me. Everybody's going to see about the baby. Everybody's going to be checking on him, mm-hmm. making sure he's fine, making sure our other son is fine. I need somebody who's just going to focus on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into this birth story, how this happened. From my side, then from you, you can go first. You want me to go first? No, you should definitely go first. <laughs> so the day comes. I, I've been saying that he was going to be born the same day because he had the same due day. So he was born. He's born in October. Our first son, Caden, uh, was born in June, but his due date was June 23rd. Mm-hmm. He was born on June 11th. Kendrick's due date was October 23rd. So I'm like, he's coming on the 11th. He's coming on the 11th. And so, like, days are going, like, the closer we get to this, and I'm like, yo. This baby is coming, but he was not coming. And mm-hmm. I remember I went to the doctor. I had an appointment on the 10th. Was it the 10th? It, it was the day before. Yes, because we went tip, to the chiropractor. Yeah. It was the 10th, yeah. So we we also have this magic chiropractor. But um, So I go to the doctor on the 10th, and I'm like, yo, y'all need to check me. Like, I know this baby is like, coming. Like, why ain't this joint come yet? Yeah, like, what's going on? And they're like, ma'am, this baby is nowhere near coming what remember i walked out and i was mad oh yeah you was like bro like they literally why just am I still told pregnant? me yes like why am i still pregnant bro i'm tired of this um and they literally told me at the doctor the day before like yeah you're not having a baby at least not today and i was like oh my gosh what do you mean and i think the other thing was like when we were pregnant with Kaden, obviously we had a lot of friends that were pregnant too mm-hmm. but i was pregnant first and so i we had the baby first and everybody was having their baby after us. Right. This time, everybody has had their babies. Yeah, everybody had their babies. I'm talking so about, like, like there's Jesus. so many, like, and all of our due dates were so close. Like, you talking about um, July, August, September. Mm-hmm. And here I come in October. Even me and your sister had the same due date. Mm-hmm. And she had her baby a week before that. And I'm like, bruh. And a week before that, she was already dilating. I'm like, what is going on? What? I didn't even know women could dilate, like, a week before that's I mean, crazy. obviously not me oh yeah you finish it so so anyway we go to the doctor tuesday i come out i'm pissed and i'm like well let's go to the chiropractor we have this chiropractor i went to the chiropractor last pregnancy and this was just for a regular adjustment and i was supposed to go like four more times up until my due date and literally my water broke that next morning so i'm like i need the juju and i didn't think it was actually gonna break just because they said like you know you're not dilated like the baby's not Right. It ain't nowhere near close. Yeah, so I'm like, well, let me just go get this adjustment, whatever, whatever. And she did me a new... <laughs> Literally, the next day, again. On the 11th. On the 11th, same thing. Yeah. On the 11th. But obviously, he came at night. So I'm. we're thinking, we go through a whole day. And at this point, I'm like, the baby's not coming. So I have already made peace with the fact that he's not coming today. Right. Um, And so we in the bed. Um, I'm on the phone with my grandma 
eating Chipotle. You about to find some dinner. And, it's like and eight o'clock. Conversation with your grandma is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My grandma had a whole bunch of other stuff going on. My parents were in Jamaica. Um, they had just got to Jamaica, and you know we're just having just casual conversation with everybody, mm-hmm. talking about nothing, and how the baby wasn't coming. And you know we got time. My parents were like, "Well, the baby's gonna wait till we get out of Jamaica and we come home, and all this stuff like that." And I'm like, "Yep, I guess so." Right. And so, um, yeah. I'm laying there and I text my doula and I'm like, yo, why am I still? Pr-? I literally say at 816, I got to timestamp this for y'all. Mm-hmm. 816. How much time is left? 22. Okay. 816. I'm like, why am I still pregnant? Right. And she's laughing. Like she, we texting, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, I'm having these Braxton Hicks. So while I'm on the phone, my, before I got on the phone, my grandma, I was having Braxton Hicks. And literally they weren't painful, nothing like that. But they were just happening back to back to back. And I had like six of them jumps in an hour. Mm-hmm. And so I text her also like, um, are Braxton Hicks a sign? What is Braxton Hicks for people to, you know, for me, for us, it's like, for the guys, we don't know. <laughs> Braxton Hicks, they say it's like a practice labor. Okay. Right. Where it's like, it's like a contraction, but it's not like a real one. It's not like a... It's not one that's opening up your cervix. It's not one that's bringing the baby down. It's just one that's kind of like, sometimes you could just get rid of it by changing position. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it means you're dehydrated. So I'm like, I got to be dehydrated. I remember I didn't drink that much water that day. So I'm like, I had literally told you, bring me up some water. I might just be dehydrated, whatever, whatever. But I had seven of them jumps in an hour. And so, and they were like seven minutes apart. And I just started timing them just because they kept happening. And they were like all seven minutes apart, but they were, they weren't painful. So I'm literally just thinking, these are Braxton Hicks. So I texted that and was like, could it be a sign of, you know, forthcoming labor? And, but we were preparing to go to bed. Literally, it was like, yeah, 8.30. Yeah, it was like eight. So she calls me after I text her that. And we on the phone kiki ha ha blah 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 like she's like no girl relax these babies like you know you're trying to make the baby come because your but your other son came at this today and blah 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 she was like just just relax girl the baby's gonna come when he wants to and i'm like all right cool so she's like you know just drink some water go to bed we'll talk tomorrow and i'm like all right cool whatever as soon as i get off the phone i feel wet (laughs) and i'm like yo mouth come get me like pick me up and we both think my water breaks mm-hmm. i go to the bathroom it's blood yeah your turn <laughs> so all right so d- just to give y'all context we were listening to the Dean's story on their podcast about you know one of their labors mm-hmm. and he was talking about how she had you know preeclampsia or whatever whatever it was no she just no she had blood clots no, nah, she just started bleeding after the. She was just bleeding profusely after she gave after she gave birth. Right, she she was bleeding a lot, you know, after she gave birth. So, he they didn't know until he looked down. He noticed that it was a lot of blood. So he had to tell, um, he had to tell the uh, nurses and stuff like that because everybody was with the baby. Because everybody was with the baby, so nobody was actually looking at her. Mm-hmm. And thank God he told them that because they actually, that actually wound up saving her life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because she was losing so much blood mm-hmm. and they didn't know. So when Brittany goes to the bathroom and she sees, you know, all these blood, all this blood in her pants, I'm like, yo, my mind immediately goes back to that moment. 
So I'm now in survival mode. You know, as a man, like I'm now like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mac was Mac was moving so fast. He he wouldn't I couldn't even yeah. pull my own pants up fast enough. He pulled them up for yeah, me because I was moving too slow. Yeah, to pull them pants up. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. so I'm I, I had to um I had to get Caden dressed. I had to thank God I put all all our bags in the um in the car like a week ago. So mm-hmm. I was already prepared for that. But I had to get Caden dressed and then I eventually had to get you dressed, you know, fully. <laughs> Yourself. And myself. And I had and I was rushing I rushed us out of the house, but it was really raining that night too. And it was raining. So Brittany trying to tell me slow down. The nigga is skidding slow on down. the What are you doing? I'm like, like you know, these tires bulk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they bought it or not, but they felt that they felt bald that night. I'll tell you that. We was sliding like we was on a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> and I'm like, please slow down. Please slow down. <laughs> like the whole time. Like the, my first pregnancy, I was like, if you don't hurry up and get your ass there, like please. Right. But this time I'm literally like, please stop slow driving. Down. We in a whole plane right now. <laughs> like, please slow down, dog. Listen, all I'm thinking in my head is like she's losing blood. I don't know where from, and I don't know how much. Mm-hmm. So my whole goal was like, yo, I gotta get there as fast as possible so they can get so they can check you. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about it is we had Caden, so I couldn't even go into the room with her. I had to stay back with Caden. So also when once we got there, I go up to the um, uh because we went through the emergency exit. I tell the lady at the front, like my wife's in labor. Uh, she needs help. Why in this moment people want to move like the sloth <laughs> on a uh, what's that? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, what is it Yo, called? Is it is it on uh, one of them oh, Disney movies? Yes, it is. Moves uh, like a sloth, y'all. I oh feel like she gosh, needs to put I'm that in the edit. I'm going to put it in the edit because I know exactly when what you're you said about. my wife's pregnant. I mean, my wife's in labor. She needs help right now, and that in the emergency <laughs> room. She moves like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you came outside. I was like, what? <laughs> and she said, uh, she said the wheelchairs are right there. I'm like, okay, but where is the person that's supposed to bring her? So I grabbed the wheelchair, and this wheelchair got the biggest lock on it. I don't know what was going on. I'm like, I just dragged this wheelchair to you. <laughs> Honestly, didn't know how to, you know, deal with it. So eventually, a nurse comes out, and what did she say to you when what you said that? I don't. I was impaired. I'm trying to tell. Okay, so wait, we didn't even talk about the journey to the hospital because oh, remember, so we have to call. Oh, we had to call Sid. Had to call my homegirl. Like she, we, she, had, we already made arrangements for her to like uh, her, and her husband, and her family to watch Kaden or whatever. And so, like, I'm calling her. Like, I also talked to her that day. Like, literally, we had a yeah, whole yeah, conversation. And we had a whole conversation. I was like, this baby is definitely not coming. You could have went on your work trip, blah, 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 blah. And we literally had that conversation earlier that day. And so then I call her like, yo, can you come get Caden from the hospital? <laughs> like you got, like we can't even, like the plan we even had for this trade-off ain't even going to work. Right. You got to meet us at the hospital. Um, because, you know, I tell her about the whole blood situation. Or She's like, all right, cool. I'm on my way. And so we get on the highway and I have a contraction. Hmm. And before I had a contraction, I remember after I got off the phone with my grandma, I started breathing through what I remember I was telling you I was having Braxton Hicks. Mm-hmm. I had to rewind real quick. I started breathing through like I was really having a contraction. I was like, Mark, that felt like a contraction, but it felt like a period cramp. Yeah. But why am I breathing through this? Like, 
I'm like, I don't know. But anyway, so then the whole blood thing's happening. So we get in the car, blah, blah, blah. But when we get on the highway, I know I have a contraction because, you know, you get the, for all my moms out there who've had a contraction, who've labored, you know that them jumps get there. You get the moaning and mm, <laughs> it's like, why is that the only sound you can make? <laughs> Right, it's like it hurts so much, but I can't even. I don't even know what to do right can't now. Can't say nothing. Yeah. I can't if I don't. I, I don't have a word. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. As soon as we get on the exit, and so I'm also my parents are in Jamaica, so I'm like, yo, call my mom. And so on the phone with my mom, and I have two contractions on the phone with her. She's like, how close to the, um, how far apart are the contractions? And I was like, well, how many? What's how long have we been on the phone? Right. Because I just had two. She was like, we only been on the phone for nine minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> right, you just had two. And in my mind, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, I thought she was saying, like, they were nine minutes apart. Right. Not that we had been on the phone for nine minutes. So, at this point, I called my mom. It's 8.54. Mm-hmm. And I remember, this all starts at 8.19. Yep. At 8.19, I'm on my Kiki vibes. At 8.54, I'm calling my mom in the car. And we're on the way to the hospital. Yeah. And so. Things just escalated so quickly. I'm literally having contractions the whole way to the hospital now. And then my mom's like, I have another one and it's 11 minutes. So now we're talking about I've had two in nine minutes and now I'm having another one at 11. At that point, we were like three minutes away from the hospital. Mm-hmm. So now you're talking about twenty a 20 minute ride. And I'm having contractions the whole time. So at this point, I'm obviously like, all right, cool. I'm in labor. So you, you knew in the car at that point, yeah, yeah. because yeah. like it was like yo, the contractions were labor. They, I'm definitely I mean, labor. when, when I saw the blood, I was like, oh, this labor. I didn't think that was labor. I didn't know what the hell but was happening. I was also like scared to death. I'm like, yo, definitely too, because I mean, obviously, like my water broke last time. I wasn't exactly, bleeding, you know exactly. What I mean? And you start thinking about all the things all, that happened the last time and everything that I said at the beginning different. of this podcast of like all the worries and all the things. That's go- I was literally like panicking in a way that I was so calm because I was so. Mm-hmm like oh my god <laughs> what is happening to me you know what i'm saying yeah. and so you get me in there you go deal with kaden it's like we're having two totally different vantage vantage points of this whole situation yeah, two different and so i get in there and i'm like yo i'm in labor somebody take me upstairs please like the damn doors wasn't working the girl keep i'm like ma'am i'll hold work. the door open it just push me through this hole like that's crazy i'm literally having contractions as she's taking me to the jump so now we get up to triage and obviously this is where i said i had like a strange nurse experience which was weird because she was black mm. and it was like you're not giving me black woman to woman care right yeah, now you're me, giving me, me like you. you're giving me i'm ready to go home and i didn't expect anybody to go into labor tonight mm. that was like her vibe like her energy and i'm like yo like nigga <laughs> ma'am i don't are you okay <laughs> i'm literally bleeding i think i'm in labor I'm bleeding. Right, right, right. Are you okay? And so um, she checks me and she's like, yeah, you're six and a half centimeters dilated. I said. That's crazy. Nigga. Zero to six. At this point, we get to the hospital. It's 920. Mm-hmm. So zero to six in 45 minutes is yeah. crazy. I feel like you, you hadn't been dilating the whole day and didn't know. I mean, obviously, it just didn't feel like a thing. Yeah, you just didn't fit. Maybe. And remember, yeah, I showed you that reel that was like that was like when you go to your thirty-seven week appointment, and <laughs> your doctor asked you, "Do you have plans tonight?" And she was seven centimeters dilated at her appointment and wasn't feeling she, anything. She didn't even know. Didn't yeah, that's even what I'm know. Saying. And so I, I was watching it. My mom was like, "This is stuff you don't need to be seeing none of that because you're gonna be out here trying to have this baby tomorrow." And I'm like, "I'm just saying." Yeah. I'm just saying. And so, um, 
she checks me and I'm like, yo, sit. And so you find me. Um, you said you left Kanan with the nurse outside. Yeah, so the nurse, even just the thought of that, like, of, yeah. Listen here. So one of the nurses came out to me. That was it. You know, one of the receptionists. She wasn't a nurse. One of the receptionists came out um, to me in the, in the lounge and was like, you know, if you want to go check on your wife, I can watch. I can watch your son for a few minutes. And part of me was like, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I was like, you know, I appreciate you know yes. her the gesture. Because I was worried about you too. At this point, I hadn't seen Brittany. I didn't. I have. I don't know what's going on with her since I parked the car and brought Caden up. Mm-hmm. So I do. I do eventually find you where you're at. And he takes this random ass photo of me. Also, what photo? <laughs> Remember that picture I saw on your phone? That was that was later in the. Uh, oh. that, was a, that was a whole nother time. Because when I saw you the first time, you asked me to get you water or something like that. Yes, I got you some water. And then I said, I'm about to go check on Caden, um, you know, because I don't know this lady at the end of the day. Yes. And there's too many minutes that are going by. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so let me let me go check. Um, and when I when Sydney comes and I leave her, I leave him with, with Sydney and, and they stay in the lounge, I went back to you to um to the room you was at, but you wasn't there. And I'm like, what happened? Like, no one's telling me like where she go? What happened? You know what I'm saying? At mm-hmm. that point, I, Everything in my head is going on. You know what I'm saying? Because you were just fine. And then, yeah, it's ain't in, in, in the room that mm-hmm. you was at. Um, but they was like, oh, she's just in room 10 or whatever like that. Um, yeah, they had moved me to labor and delivery. Because the baby's coming at this Because point. at that point, yeah, the baby was coming. So I'm like, okay. Phew. And the funny part is, so now, to- when I called a doula after I just got off the phone with her, she's like, why are you calling me back? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> and her daughter the funny part is when we had Kaden the first time she was in the grocery store with her daughter she left her there with a the credit card told her to take a cab <laughs> so she this time she at home she making dinner they making dinner and she like what's going on she like you remember the lady remember that time I left you in the grocery store she's like yeah you just got off the phone with her she said now she's in labor <laughs> and she's like what crazy so now we get into the whole labor and delivery war and like i said like it was just so much stuff going on i literally felt impaired like my mind my every time somebody asked me a question like i'm like literally i just don't know i have no answers right now like i'm not well (laughs) in the head like i just can't think because i didn't get to labor through this you know what i'm saying like this it just happened it just happened and so so i'm really in shock i'm in shock but i'm also in pain because it didn't it didn't gradually get there it got mm-hmm. there you know what i'm saying we yeah. starting at Zero six by the time they took me to labor and delivery i'm at seven and a half mm-hmm. so like this is literally happening in the fastest way possible when she said seven and a half i knew I'm you like, was gonna well, have him tonight what? i'm like she about to have him tonight for sure it's like nine o'clock at this oh no we got there at nine twenty. so it's like 10 o'clock at this point and then Sid came in i think you you went to go like transition in the car you was waiting on charmaine to get there when charmaine got there and then you went to go get uh see it all Kate and stuff just so they yeah, can yeah. whatever and she came in and saw me she was like yeah that baby coming tonight <laughs> she was like that baby coming tonight and i'm just like sitting there and i just can't believe it you know what i'm saying like then i get to throwing up again oh my gosh like <laughs> clearing the way for the baby to come on and 11 38 p.m on october the 11th kendrick as i michael said Garrison. kendrick michael garrison was born and Literally, the doctor barely made it in, and they were waiting for the doctor on call. Doctor to get to the hospital. They're like, "Don't push." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah for like for an hour. I feel like you could have had him an hour before that. 
I feel like she was stalling in order I wasn't, to give the I wasn't time. all the way ready. Like, I knew it was about to come, yeah. but I wasn't all the way ready. And even, like, this is where Adula even comes into play because, like, she coached me so well. I have no recollection of my first delivery because I only pushed, like, three times. Mm-hmm. But, like, with Kendrick, I was pushing so much longer yeah. or I was laboring so much longer than pushing so much longer. And, like, I was just exhausted. I was tired. We never got to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was dehydrated, which I already knew. And so, like, I'm just pushing for so long that in my head I'm just like yo I can't do this and what I didn't realize is like when you watch these movies and when you are being coached on like prepping for labor and delivery they're like breathe through these contractions and then they're like but don't breathe to push I'm (laughs) like I've been breathing all this time to get through the contractions now you tell me push so I'm trying to breathe and I'm grunting and I'm like don't do that just hold your breath and push and like she looked she grabbed my face one time was like this baby is coming but you have to push. Like, I need you to literally just push. Mm-hmm. And every contraction, get as many pushes as possible in each contraction. And literally, like, after that, like, it just, it was like I locked in. It was like, all right, we about to have this baby. I do not want to do this any longer. Right. I'm like, this is too long. She's like, it's been two hours. Right, right. She's like, girl, it's I'm been like, two hours. I've been pushing for forever, bro. Like, and then, <laughs> you know. No idea. The doctor comes in. She's like, you're doing, oh, you're doing great. Why? Because the baby's damn head is right there by the time you got in here. And so, yeah, like it was a lot of stuff going on. And literally, he flew out like that episode on Martin. That's funny. He did. Play the clip. (laughs) He did. Like literally, it was that fast. Like it wasn't that push where they're like, oh, the head is out. One more put. No. One push and his whole body flew out. That's funny. And that, Here's the thing: I was I was looking the opposite way. She was like, "You don't want to look that." I'm like, "I'm, I'm all right. I, I'm right here." <laughs> then you had I, to I hold my to legs. Look. I had to hold her legs first. They put her legs on this like harness thing. The that, worst stirrups of ever. Uh, she and she got long legs at that. So, and these stirrups and are for somebody than, who's five three. Stronger than an ox. We it's like two people holding one leg, <laughs> trying to hold one leg. It's crazy, y'all. It was it was wild. But, it was, but. Um, Beautiful at the end of the day, you know, had a a baby boy head full of hair. You know, that leads us to the comment section because somebody in the comment section on a, uh, on one of our posts said, like, y'all make babies with head full of hair all, every time. I'm I mean, like, I had a head full of hair when I was born, so. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we both had a lot of hair when we when we were born. So I asked, I'm like, did you have a lot of heartburn? I did. But I didn't know heartburn could feel like nausea because I, I from what heartburn sounds like it should feel like, mm-hmm. that's not how I felt. So I had to start looking up like what are the other feelings of heartburn and one of them was nauseous. And I would also, I would often feel nauseous yeah. um, the later I got into my pregnancy. And so I realized like that was, because nausea is not something that often goes through pregnancy like it does in the first trimester. Um, so I realized that my nausea was actually heartburn. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, Kendrick came out with way more hair. Well, not way more, no, but he came more. out with more hair His than Kaden did. His hair is way thicker than Kaden's. Yeah, he came out with a lot more hair than Kaden did, even though they both had a lot of hair when they came out. So, yeah, so he's he, was he's here almost a nine pound baby in three. My labor was three yeah. hours, 20 inches, 8.7 ounces. Yes, almost nine pound baby almost in three a hours. Baby. It was crazy. That's wild. We just had a whole baby. Oh, baby. And now we're parents, too. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Um, You know, Kendrick's easy. Yes. <laughs> Kaden is easy, too. Kaden is easy. Earlier than I thought. 
You yes. know what I'm saying? And he loves and his he brother loves so his much. Brother. Oh my gosh. I love that. My baby don't even come greet me in the morning no more. It's straight to the past and that straight baby, baby. And he just wants to he wants you to pick him up so that he can hold him. Right. So um I love that. We'll get into we'll probably do another episode talking about transitioning into like being parents of twos and all the stuff like that as we progress in this season. Um yeah, so we got a whole baby, y'all. This was another one. Yes. Um, I am <laughs> your co-host, Brittany. And I'm Malcolm. And you can follow me at Brittany Danelle. And you can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison. And don't forget to follow the show. So let's talk about a pod on all platforms. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you give us a thumbs up so that they algo knows that you love us. Um, and um, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you follow the show, subscribe, like, share. Um, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review. And we can't wait to continue this journey with y'all. Season five, we are locked in and we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc